Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fun Sheet Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am John Clemente. And as usual, I'm joined with my bestest best friends, one of which is Chubax. Hello, I'm Chubax. You can call me Chubax, Big Daddy, or just Daddy. <laughs> That's my new intro. <laughs> there you go. Big Daddy Chubax. Uh, <laughs> we're also alongside uh, another one of our co-hosts and another one of our bestest best friends, RJ. Hey, how are you doing, everyone? My name's RJ. I'm, it's bad. Uh, I'm glad that it's another weekend where I can spend this time with these boys. Love you guys. Of course. Uh, we all love each other. It's amazing. A uh, bit of housekeeping before we start uh, into the main meat of our podcast. Uh, every week, we will have multiple episodes up on our channel. You can find us on YouTube at plus six, or oh, just search plus six three HP, or you can just type in directly bit.ly slash plus 63HP on your search bar, on your internet browser. We're on Twitter at plus 63HP. And we are available in all of the major podcasting services around the globe, particularly Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Housekeeping done. We have also uh, reformatted our programming just a little bit so that we could be in your streams in your uh, media services a little bit more often during this week. So instead of two long episodes per week, we are breaking up our podcast into two episodes. We're going to divide our Tuesday uh, episodes for our topic deep dives so we can talk about the things that we watch, read, played, listened to a little bit more deeply. And then our reactions to... Uh, media, TV, fandom news, and trailers on Thursdays. And uh, we're going to move our D&D podcasts on the Wednesday. So look at that. In the meat of the week, you will always have uh, new stuff from the Plus 6.3 HP boys. Housekeeping done. Programming done. I am very, very excited for this week. <laughs> so this is actually the, uh, you know, we, we're evolving our channel and uh, this is the first week that we actually had real firm assignments to discuss one of the cinematic gems uh, of our lifetime, cinematic icons, uh, Nicolas Cage. So he's having a little bit of a, a re- renaissance, a renaissance uh, the past year, two years or so. It's uh, um, an IRS renaissance. Forced renaissance. <laughs> forced renaissance. <laughs> Just like yeah, this is um, uh, like this is a forest homework. <laughs> well, the, the idea was, uh, you know, we had one or one or one or two movies that uh, you know I suggested uh, my brothers to watch uh, to discuss this week, but uh, one became two, <laughs> two became four, <laughs> and not all of it are gems. So I'm no, really very really happy to discuss. To be it. honest, I love two of them. The third one is oh okay. But the last one is just, I don't know, like, if the average of the first three is like 670, the last one's just like dragging it down. <laughs> it's just dragging it down See, a lot. I'm, I'm excited to like, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to know what you guys liked and did like. Because I think we, we have varying enjoyment levels on this. So, you know what, ah. let's just, you know, let's just start. Um. Uh, we have four movies of Nicolas Cage that we had as assignments for last week. We had Pig, Mandy, 
Willie's Wonderland and Prisoners of Ghostland. And as Trebox have alluded to, uh, again, uh, 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 Nicolas Cage has been in some IRS trouble the past five, ten years or so. So uh, you can really see him making it up by doing so many fucking movies per year, like so many fucking movies. Uh, if it's, I think it's twenty, and I don't know how he does it. But um, come with that, there will be one or two that are awesome. Of course, critically acclaimed, visually pleasing, aesthetically pleasing. But again, 90% of those are maybe something that you shouldn't waste your time on. And we have a bunch of those this week. So I'll start it off. Um, RJ, we haven't heard from you a lot. Um, we're starting off with Pig. Give us your uh, uh, initial thoughts and reactions on uh, on Pig. Well, Jong, thanks for for. At least starting with Pig, I personally thought Pig was not bad. It was, uh, it was very very good. I've honestly only seen three of the homeworks out of the four, and so oh, far for me, <laughs> I missed, <laughs> we were... missed Willie's Wonderland. Oh, but, oh. Uh, oh, so don't worry. I, I I have something fun to contribute later. But for Pig, I personally liked it. Um, obviously, it's not a cinematic masterpiece but for me i understood the story it made some sense to me and i enjoyed it um Chibok. oh it, go ahead yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead Chibok, so what are you, what's your initial thoughts about pig i have no, i always make notes so i can kind of remember so for me pig i loved it uh it was a little slow at, at times uh i really like the i was surprised with the character amir i i mean it was amir right mm-hmm. i didn't yeah. see him in the trailer so i thought it was just gonna be a mm. nicholas cage loner so it was a, definitely a good thing that he was balanced out with a somewhat normal <laughs> normal guy uh and i love that uh it's just uh, um as many have written in the reviews it's got john wick vibes so like in, john wick was like this badass hitman, Rob, Nicholas character, uh, Nicholas Cage's character, Rob was just such a great chef that everybody he met, almost everybody was like, still, you know, in awe of respects him and like respects him, and would do anything for him. So that that was good. Oh. Uh, one of the thi- if, if I may uh, add, Joey, to what you uh, said, no, you said that there was a John Wick vibe, and yeah. I think you're kind of true because. It both kind of started. The action started, where when it revolved around animals, the pet. Yeah, his, his John lover. Wick. It was his. It was no. His, not only uh, that, he was dog. using the do- John Wick was using the dog. He was using the pig as a coping Correct. mechanism for the loss of his wife. So it's you know, it's exactly very the same yeah, it's super parallel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, the I like that his his kung fu is you know he's fighting his cooking and it was yeah. he was that <laughs> badass of a cook that yeah. he changed lives and then uh the things that i oh, took away was like one the only nitpick was like we've seen we've seen movies like uh chef and uh mm-hmm. was it mm-hmm. burnt for uh bradley cooper burnt for bradley cooper yeah where yes. the the, burnt. Cook, the cooking and the food was shot really well that i was disappointed that they couldn't capture it here. I mean, there was only one time where he cooked, but mm. the shots weren't, it didn't make it look appetizing. You didn't know what was going on, you know? Mm. So they could have made that 
You could have highlighted this part, that, a lot, that particular yeah, part. a lot better. It's like it was too mm. dark and you couldn't see anything, and the shots weren't that great. And then another one was that it's like it took the death of the pig to get him over the last death. You know what I mean? It's like because of the de- it took a second death for him to recover from mm-hmm. the first one. So it's like yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, it was a little slow at times and. There were a lot of scenes where he was just walking. I don't know what, mm-hmm. is it, what it is with Nicolas Cage and walking, but I will come back to that later <laughs> in the other movies. <laughs> but yeah, so how about you, Joe? You were the one that I think really liked Pig. I would score it yeah, maybe, um, maybe eight, eight, 8 over 10. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. I'd make my wife, my, my wife watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm along the same lines. And again, I, I recommended it because I, I've like like what you mentioned we've seen a lot of tweets or memes or reviews on how surprisingly good this movie was i wasn't actually giving it a lot of credence but um you know i had a, a friend over that is a you know a a stupid movie horror movie fan and then i figured we'll do a i we, i know that there's a stupid nicolas cage movie and then i want to balance it out with a good nicolas cage movie and this was on the radar and i watched it but um I, I liked it primarily because uh, the cinematography of Portland it was shot really looked good. I, I mean, I don't know how, I didn't know how Portland actually looked like, but how it was depicted here, uh, starting with the wilderness and then starting with the underground scene of, which we'll discuss in a little bit during the plot, the underground scene of, it's not a fight club, but it's kind of like a revenge kind of club. Like, yeah. Right? I, I think it's more I, of I, a wanted, stress release. Exactly. Uh, so I, I did not understand that until I really discussed it with my friends. Like, so what? It's not a fight club because they're not fighting. It's like, no, it's like, it seems like the service people, like the the bus boys, the waiters, Correct. you could pay to fucking punch these chefs or other people in the industry uh, or, you know, you know, pay a minute to kind of harm them. Because usually the the stereotype of like a chef or a, a wine connoisseur of like a, a mater d is this like super bossy kind of artist Gordon person, Ramsey, right? So like... yeah, Gordon Ramsay. So like they, you know, so that's the kind of like stereotype. And there are uh chefs like that, and that's kind of how uh they're they're showing it. It's like you can pay to you can bid to punch or do whatever you can within the one minute. So I like yeah. I like that part. And then the last part about um you know, just a person's home, suburban mm-hmm. Portland, you know, biking around in his old house um, and how that felt. Although that's the very movie type, like, no, he looks like a, a, a he's a bloody hobo the entire movie and mm-hmm. he was still, still able to sit down properly with uh, a little boy. That's very dangerous. Um, but yeah, overall, the, it was shot beautifully. The message was, you know, simple but it was acted and layered very well like all right you know he was he he loved his craft but it seemed that his passion and his skill came about or was highlighted because he had somebody supporting him assuming a a wife right um Mm -hmm. and losing that love of his life kind of made him just become a, a recluse in the wilderness and um I also particularly love the fact that you know he 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 did not want 
she wanted to be alone did not want to care for anything or anybody else um apart from the pig um but in the end he he the only thing that kind of like made him go through all of this was to help this person that he kind of hated the most like mm-hmm. his his assistant the the person buying the the truffles from him and um reconnecting him with his estra- with his estranged dad even the chef in his previous restaurant uh that, like that he, was my the, favorite the, scene that was my favorite right? scene where he, so he even that he constructed him just like his food yeah exactly and and that's the thing too like if he, for for us for such a recluse he seems to be helping making other people feel more and more as he goes through portland and in the end he's just like back by himself again and he's finally able to kind of like really get over what you mentioned the, the loss of everyone so um the other part that was key in this movie which is not key in the other movies it's an hour and a half it's short it's, <clears throat> well, it's everyone was short. i think uh ghost was 145 that's too long that's one hour forty two minutes long, dude. Mandy that was two hours. Mandy dude, was two fucking hours, dude. That Mandy was uh, two big, hours. Uh, go- prisoners could have been fifteen minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah, but, it was so, a fifteen minute film. Uh, all right, so that so yeah, we all we we all like pig. Uh, we all mm. think that it seems like all right. It's it might not be the the thing that you hate. Go to the movie theaters to watch but it, if it comes on Netflix at some point or Hulu at some point hop it up so um, yeah I think you should you guys should watch it it's about loss so you know it's an artsy film but I mean mm-hmm. it would be a good thing to watch it with your wife or your girlfriend yeah, it, or there's also or both mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> only but, RJ but... can make that no, I'm hey, dead uh... I agree we're all inclusive here no, but um, your insights were absolutely spot on, especially in the hospitality industry. Mm. In some of the hotels I worked for before, we'd get medical emergencies from the kitchen staff. Um, people would say that they accidentally uh, broke a dish and cut themselves. Real story behind is that uh, usually chefs get really angry when the service people are are not as fast or as, as effective as they want them to be to the point that chefs either throw dishes at them, throw knives at them. There were chefs that were fighting literally with knives. So, you know, things like that, shit like that happens behind, uh, behind the kitchen and not knowing that people in a five-star property are actually enjoying their meals, whereas the kitchen staff are basically fighting inside. I mean, it's true, true enough. That does happen. And and I mean, we we've um, you know it, it also happens like in any workplace that there's always this you know the 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 what do you call it? the the crazy artist you know the only reason why you push the boundaries because you don't have boundaries so you might not mm-hmm. have the best social interactions before but usually it's just you know people that mis it uh, were misunderstood another you know point that I liked about Pig too was like um, they made it the point that he remembered every meal that he ever made for, for every everyone. person yeah. and then yeah. he kind of yeah. kind of knows what what that person needs to feel uh, gastronomically to to really enjoy the food and uh, it's not just about the food and how it tastes but it's the feelings that kind of 
makes you remember all of the other things. That's, That's why, why I, you know, I told you his his kung fu is cooking and it is. Oh. Yeah. The um, before we like go quickly through the plot uh, uh, and then maybe end with our favorite parts of pig. Uh, when I was uh, planning or uh, uh, you know planning to fix our thumbnails and I was looking for pig posters um, I um, I was just surprised that there was one poster that I I saw uh, it says part one so hmm? if there is a sequel or maybe because I understand that the movie is shown in in uh, chapters Right, so yeah. Um, so sure like, about like courses, big in the city, or something? yeah, <laughs> like, like courses in a meal, right? Um, like you know, part one, who has my pig? Part two, tell him who you are. Part three, mm-hmm. I want my pig back. Yeah, yeah. So I was just surprised that you know it, those were in the poster. So I was like, maybe one day they'll do a pig sequel. I don't know, but um, either way, uh, uh simple plot. Uh, well, we spoiled a lot, so apologize about that. Next time, we'll make sure that we'll we'll say spoiler alert. But uh, simple plot again. Uh, 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 Nicholas Cage is playing a initially a just guy, a recluse living alone in the Oregon wilderness in the Portland wilderness. So he's a truffle hunter. There's apparently this like super high end. Not so legal, but kind of uh, uh, unique uh, uh, truffle trade that, that's happening because it's such a rare uh, piece of Quality. ingredient in high-end yeah. uh, restaurants. Um, and then his pig got stolen. Apparently, the pig got stolen by the dad of his essentially runner, his gopher, the person that's selling his um, pig. He runs across uh, Portland to find clues that gets him closer and closer to uh, um, Before you move on, I love that uh-huh. part where uh, they go to the like uh, a middleman, the woman in the yeah in the park, and she's like, mm-hmm. "What? They stole fucking poacher?" <laughs> she's like, "She's so pissed. like, yeah. she's just honorable. Yeah, she... Like, it's an honorable thing they're doing." So it's like she's yeah. There, that's a good point too. Like, the, the, like even like it's like there's honor among they're not thieves, but this is kind of like not a that's not a real trade, but like you might be competitive against each other, but no you, you no want, poaching, you know, yeah. 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 So, um, and then, you know, in the end, uh, he, he finds the person that stole his pig. The pig was stolen so that the sun doesn't blow up or doesn't grow too good in his uh, trading craft. Like his dad, like to, be to compete with his dad. To compete like, with his dad, so the dad yeah. is like uh, uh, trying to kill his son's uh, business so that he can come back and then you know and do something else and not compete with him. Yeah. So and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, he comes back and he comes back to his wilderness. Um, I think you've already mentioned that the um, uh, pig was. Uh, um, uh, did not survive the 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 kidnapping. 
so the pig died in in the kidnapping route uh and uh, he had to deal with that but the 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 one little tidbit fact since we're we've spoiled it already that i wanted to share was um towards the end he you know nicholas cage also just mentioned that he actually doesn't need the pig to find the troubles he uses the the trees the trees and himself yeah because he's that good um, so the pig was just essentially the the uh, um, replacement love of his life um, mm. for the dead wife. I'm, we're assuming wife. Never really mm-hmm. said wife, but uh, no. But uh, it is because when when um, what what's the name of the other character? His runner, Amir. 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 Amir got the wine. Um, oh, got it. Got he it. went You're to right. the. He went to the place where the the wife's ashes, because it's also well. Assume again, wife, because it's mm. the same last name. But. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, um, and he got the the wine from a crypt. That's right. And the the pig was actually very adorable. Right, it's <laughs> it, it, it so cute. Yeah, it's a mustachioed pig. Right. <laughs> so that was that was nice. Um, uh, uh, Jay, what's your what was your favorite part or part that you you know you want future viewers to kind of latch onto and kind of uh, pay attention a little bit more for pig? Um, wow, um, actually quite a number, but I like that he uses his as Chubax mentioned his sense of cooking to actually re- ignite the emotions in the people remember in one part of the movie um he actually cooked a meal for amir's dad mm-hmm. somewhat to rekindle that past experience when they were that one time happy restaurant visit with a mom mm-hmm. right and he recreated that emotion through the food that he made and he i just wanted to point cry. yeah i just wanted to point that um food Actually, is that good food? A great food can can really bring you back uh, in time. And I think it's something worth appreciating. And I think his acting here was spot on as a as a as a chef that just moved away from his fame after losing the most important part of his life. I think he his character matched the story as better than their other movies that we had to watch for a whole bit. <laughs> How about Chewbacca. you? Yeah. <laughs> oh me! Yeah, what do you like about it the most? I loved uh, him with Amir. The the relationship they just started to uh, the the first the scene the scene oh. the restaurant with this old uh, what was he? What was this? Uh, a sous chef. A sous chef. That yeah. was amazing. I don't think not, I don't think he even was a sous chef. He was like he fired the prep him cook. I think it was a prep, the prep, prep cook. cook. The prep, prep cook. cook. Right? cook. Yeah. yeah. So I there love that go. part where the guy from standing and like uh, kind of condescending, pretentious uh, type chef, that then sitting down, then suddenly breaking apart, and like just suddenly almost crying because, yeah, I want a pub. I don't. <laughs> I don't want this shit. So like, just yeah, because of want his some uh, scotch eggs. Just because of how good he is and how he remembers that that prep cook was his original dream was wasn't wasn't this you know, this one as he said by there's nothing here in you this is nothing like 
these people they're nothing so you know you have to be true to yourself the message is good uh the see the scene with the dad uh in the end where he cooked for him that was, was powerful too mm. but the end part i think uh it's just that it's nice it's a hopeful end you know i think he's gonna be more he's gonna be more open with uh, amir i think they're gonna have more uh mm. He's, he's probably gonna get a phone, you know, talk more, go <laughs> eat, eat dinner in, in the diner more, I think. You know, I think he's gonna, mm-hmm. he's improving and uh, he'll be able to get back on his feet. But yeah, it's, it's a movie about hope, you know, and then moving on. Which I said is very, you know, interesting that it took a, a second death to recover from the first death. So, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Well, uh, again, my favorite bit is 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 also the restaurant scene when he kind of grilled that uh that previous prep cook for him and broke him down and then and you know that was when he kind of really uh um established that he remembers every single thing about everyone yeah. so um you know my my one of my theories was the reason why he wanted to be secluded and by himself because everybody that he has interacted with everybody is that he's seen and fed and cooked for and whatnot he remembers and he feels for himself and for them or maybe um, that's why because, he's so good yeah, that's an interesting maybe it's because he remembers everything about his wife every exactly that, and that's her, the every thing time too. he fed her yeah. every you know so, yeah. and and the people yeah. close to him also have interactions with his wife so every time he sees them it just reminds him Exactly. Uh, and, and that's the thing too. It's like, you know, he's so good because he feels what that other person feels and wants them to kind is, of feel the joy. Which is and how, for him, he can't find that joy anymore because both now the both the wife and pig is gone. But hopefully he starts to uncover. Uh, but uh, that is pig. Recommended. Um, Chubox is what? You're at eight, an 8 out of 10? Yeah, yes. Yeah. It, I'm around an eight too, seven point yeah. nine eight. Yeah, right. I think so I'll do good. an eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a <clears throat> great comps box. Uh, you know, comps on, on uh, burnt with Bradley Cooper. Comps with Chef, uh, with um, John Favreau. Favreau. Uh, this is just a little bit darker. A uh, little bit more. You're right. Again, perfect comp. John Wick, but with food. So I think people will enjoy it. And it's an at one hour. In 32 minutes. Oh, and perfect. I, I also all love the the John Wick style, the name drops. Like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, man, need, I, need, I need help. I, I can't. Oh, my friends, Rob Felt. Rob Feldman. None. Robin Feldman. And it changes everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, you know, maybe much like John Wick, this becomes its own universe with different. <laughs> Uh, underground uh, continentals of punching people, punching your bosses for money. Um, we're uh, no, so I, I, you know, obviously, I'm not saying I'm not gonna put you guys on the spot. Can you guys just imagine if that actually existed? If you could either be punched by your teams, Ooh. or if you had an ability, uh, you were able to, for an amount of money, beat up your boss for that minute. Oh, that's interesting. I've had plenty of bosses. I have I have had a couple of bosses that I would 
you know, not physically harm, but I would want them to be uncomfortable. But again, like a couple of them were women, so I can't punch a lady. But if I can, obviously, 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 yes. Maybe I can. But you know, it, it just it just makes you makes you think about it. If that arrangement that actually existed, would yeah. you slap somebody you? that you don't like, given the opportunity? Fuck. I actually think I would. <laughs> Shit. I think there I'm are certain about... people that would allow you to just easily say yes to that, actually. I think I'm a uh, horrible person. I, 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 I... <laughs> you haven't had bosses. <laughs> I'm retired. I punched myself. Well, you're you're well, you had a family business. So if you if you slap your bosses back in your mom, your mom. <laughs> you can't do that. that We'd true. stop you. That is true. Um we uh, yeah. big. Uh, our our first assignment down uh, again. If you uh, watch this, uh, come in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think about Pig. Uh, and um, if if you do watch it, and or if you watch it with somebody and they like it, let them know that we sent you from the Plus Six Three HP crew. Um, now we're gonna go uh, <laughs> slowly deeper into the abyss. Uh, our next assignment is Mandy. Mandy came out in 2018, and the reason why this uh, was on the list oh. or why we did all of this is because right, this was the film in the past maybe five, ten years of Nicolas Cage just fucking about that actually made critics look at it. It's like, huh, it's currently, I'm checking my notes, it's, it's currently 90, 90%. 90%. In Rotten Tomatoes, 6.6 on IMDb and 81% on Metacritic. Those are really, really strong th- stats. It's, you know, was in Sundance when you watch the trailer, like what your box is showing right now. It looks good. Looks I, artsy. I love this movie. Yeah. Now I we discuss. All right. So I'm just going to put it to each box. No, I wanna you, see- uh, let's do it correctly. You do the plot first so that okay. after that we can go to the spoiler. We're staying in the Pacific Northwest here. We have a couple, Nicolas Cage and uh, his partner, wife, let's say partner, Mandy, right? Mandy is then, uh, so it's, this is a secluded part of the woods, people living off the woods, Hicks, the country. Um, Mandy is spotted by a cult group. Cult group leader kind of falls in love and um, abducts Mandy, drugs her. So that she would comply, but instead of complying, she makes fun of the cult leader's peepee <laughs> <laughs> during this drunken haze. And I like that part too. They used um, a combination of like they had a chemist that made and used like a, a, a specialized insect that kind of stung Mandy and then made her high as fuck. And then um, uh, the cult leader was like, stripping and telling him all about whatever it is that he wanted to tell Mandy about showed him a stick and instead of like complying she just fucking laughs and then she gets burned alive with uh uh with um um Nicolas Cage's character watching and then it was and uh, from then on it's just revenge to kill everybody involved or kill the people in the cult but twist that's the fun part cult has a demonic weird bodyguard biker types that are protecting them yeah not protecting more like uh, they they can call upon them like someone yeah so like summonings 
Yeah, so they they have a demon uh, biker group that has been summoned or that can be summoned to protect the sadistic cult uh, that abducted and burned Mandy alive. So, and then the, the, the last bits of the movie was just Nicolas Cage on a rampage killing both these demonic bodyguards as well as the cult. All right, so that's the plot. Um, I don't think even if we spoiled a bunch, I don't think there's going to be anything spoiled a bunch. <laughs> so, um, because so. no description can provide, no plot summary can give you. This is an experience. So yes, you know I want to hear about. So, can, somebody can tell you what it's like to be high. You have to experience it, Mandy. So I agree, but I'm gonna turn before I have my opinions. I'll go last. So like Chabak, let's start with you, and then we'll go to RJ. You know, tell us what you like about this movie, how people should watch this, and and like or just general things that you want people to get out, you know, come away with uh in terms of the Mandy experience. Oh, this is the Kavita. Did I say that correctly? I love this movie. But I don't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend it to oh, most. Caveat. I caveat yeah. there. I don't recommend uh, it to most people. Yeah. This is this is horror revenge, artistic mm. high shit. So if you're not into <laughs> slashers, if you're not into artsy shit, you're not gonna like this. Mm. But as I said. Critics loved it. I loved it. It's a 90%, per- 90% is fucking 90%. high on Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely. And that's not like 20 reviews. I think I saw it just now. It's like 230 reviews or something. So lots mm-hmm. of people saw this. And it's just really beautifully shot. Like, as you can see from the trailer, the colors are amazing. There's also the shots where when Mandy's high as fuck, she's seeing uh, her book Damn. animated. Yes, and, yes, and, uh, yes. It's like mm-hmm. animation there too. And it's so it's so cool. And Nicolas Cage just it's just a uh Nicolas Cage just Nicolas Cage. I'm pretty sure there's a scene. I think uh it was one of the uh, the gang monster the demons in the one in the trailer, was it a trailer or a house? The one he he the one that was snorting coke or something and then he came in and then he killed him. There, there was one yeah. guy that he beat there, right in the in, uh, in the yeah. room, and mm-hmm. then he just he goes like that, and it's like, <laughs> and I bet you a hundred dollars the director just said, Nick, be you, just be Nick, just be yourself, <laughs> just be you, <laughs> go Nick, go Nick, be Nick Cage. That's and then uh, it was perfect. All right, I love all uh, the I'll colors. I'll do that. I'll do that. I love the. I love the. The character designs for the demonic bike, the mm. biker guys, and all the spikes yeah. and shit. I love that mm. he catches one just snorting coke and watching porn. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the couch is like awesome, yeah. like, awesome. And the the colors, and the look at the mm. weapon, and it's just, I just love it. I love it. So about, surreal. That that uh, weapon is just so yeah, so crazy. Yeah. He's describing it, and he's just like, he can't even describe it. I just love it. <clears throat> so, so that's my conclusion. If you're not into the, <laughs> the horror, artistic, high shit, because me personally, uh, since moving in back to the Philippines and being with my brother-in-law, 
we we always our date movies in the theaters when it's just the two of us is usually horror slasher movies you know the conjurings the the nun mm. uh, halloween so mm-hmm. i've been in this i've i can get into this mood where i appreciate this stuff even though it you know i mean compared to other movies like my favorite ones you know doesn't stand out because I don't recommend. Mm-hmm. As I said, I don't recommend it to the general audience. But I can get into that mindset where I can appreciate the horror slasher mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who the fuck has a chainsaw that's that long? <laughs> a six foot long chainsaw. <laughs> Is that even functional? It's not the size. It's how you use it that matters. <laughs> I oh. think that's his message there. <laughs> So how about you, Jay? Uh, what did you think? Let's go with you. Wow. Um, <laughs> first of all, two hours plus was a bit painful for me. Mm-hmm. I think it. there were a lot of parts that could have been omitted or sped up, mm-hmm. especially the first hour. Now, let me, let me mark it for you. I think the first hour and three minutes was the story builder. The revenge fun part came after that. So the first hour, I was like, okay, okay. It's kind of very psychedelic. This is something I would not watch with my wife. Or, or um, I'd probably watch this with my brothers, especially for sharing a joint or something. Yeah, I think that, would yeah, 100%. Be, I, I think that is something we would be like, whoa, sit back and just enjoy it. Yeah, I think that is, you'll enjoy Mandy depending on uh, the crowd that you're going to be with. Um, I agree with Chewax. I like the biker um, outfit. They they look pretty badass. Um, I like the revenge experience of uh, the revenge plot of Nicolas Cage and the way he started gathering weapons. The fight scenes um, are really good too. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes and the last bit as well, which I won't say because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. How how he finally uh, wins at the end. Um, I think he's pretty badass here. Um, but the first part was really painful for me. It was just a bit too long, in, in my opinion. And it embodies, this film embodies a Nicolas Cage film. <laughs> living in the cave, living in, living in a forest, okay? um, quite dark. Suddenly there's this cultish, demonish, demonic, vampire-like, I don't know. It's like a mix of different genres into one. And then suddenly... There you go. Um, <laughs> one, one of the weirdest scenes that I still remember up to now was when the wife was being burnt or tortured or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. There's one of the guys, and I can't remember if this is the guy holding the chainsaw, the long chainsaw at one of the scenes. While the wife was being tortured, this guy, there was a close-up on his face and he was like holding the rope, right? And this guy was like, like rubbing his tongue on his teeth and i'm like what the fuck was that i mean who does that like he had this weird <laughs> sick look and then he was just running his tongue on his front teeth like, ah, ah, ah. and that's what he was doing and i was like man okay maybe one second two second okay that's a bit too long for you to focus on that guy's face <laughs> but it really just showed or maybe it stressed how deranged they were um range i don't know if that's that's a good word enough to to describe just, how these people were <laughs> i i just want i want to hear i want to hear this scene in the this, this describes everything so much hey. 
crazy evil. And that was the dude from Predator. Right? Crazy. Remember that? Was it? Was yeah, it? the crazy guy from Predator. Uh, you know, one of the, okay. the first people that was like uh, unhinged in it in Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, cool. You're here. You're still alive. Awesome. Um, and you so like, yeah, so. your turn. Yeah, Joe. Um, so, I, all right. I didn't like this. I, I, I was terribly disappointed when I saw the movie, uh, having read raving reviews about it. And and seeing how strong the the ratings are on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, I thought that even if I was not a big fan of the horror genre, I'd appreciate it. Um, and the few reasons why is like, I love Nicolas Cage overacting, but in small doses. This was half of the movie was um, him on full tilt, although. That's why I love it because uh, in most movies you see just like pieces of it. Bits. I want the fucking yeah. whole meal. <laughs> so um, uh, there was some. I want everybody to experience the the scene where uh, Nicholas Cage comes back from um, seeing his uh, wife be burnt in front of him, and mm. he's just in that bathroom, and that is. I bet you he was chugging a, a real giant bottle of vodka and then the doc- director just said like, your wife just was burned in front of you. Here's the b- bottle of vodka. What are you going to do? And he was just like, well, that was a solid maybe two and a half minutes, maybe even more. It felt like five hours, but it was just like screaming and sitting. He was Hello. in his tidy whities in a shirt. That, that was great. That was that was like this is the Nicolas Cage for me. Everything else, no, I did not. I know this is. Uh, I mean, I think I really wanted to go a little bit intellectual on um on reviewing the movie, and the first part really just showcased how you know poverty in America affects people and makes them, you know, one do certain things a different way. So it, it this is a good part where if you have the love of your life. And you're living in the woods, and all you had was like books and a TV. You could be as happy as can be, because that was I really liked those parts too. When they were just talking, like him, like Nicolas Cage and Mandy were just talking, like how was your day? It's like, bro, we we live in we we're in the same fucking cabin. It's like I read a book and I draw shit or write stuff, and that's it. But I like that fact that they're still connecting they're as happy. a couple, and you re- yeah, you really see how they are. You really, really in love, and um, mm. you can also see that you know how you know impoverished you know you know the 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 differences in social classes shows that there are people that will attach themselves to like weird cult leaders, no matter how abusive they are, because that's just how life is. Um, and then there's also a, pa- a part where like yeah, if you're there might be actually summon demons in your backyard, so watch out. So um, there are bits there that we're trying to be very very artistic with. But like red is painful for my eyes. So and most of the movie was in red. So that's why I did really enjoy that part. But I I appreciate how beautifully shot. And most of the actors, like even the weird cult guys, they weren't bad actors. They weren't as horrible as like Ghostland, but um oh, not as good as Pig. Uh, but uh, this was good. Um but yeah, it's like 
this you're one hundred percent correct, Travis. Like this is, I can see how this could be a great movie. Like if you are in the correct move mood, like if you're in a with a group of friends where either you are high or you're expecting some art flick that is bloody, this is perfect. If they made this an hour and a half, I would be yeah. a little bit more inclined. But right hmm. now, as it sits, I'm a, I'm. I'm gonna be maybe like a, a high six, low seven, maybe sixty-eight for me on on Mandy. Uh, how about you, Shabak? Oh, I give it a nine, but there's an asterisk, as I said. <laughs> Giant asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> Not for everybody. Not for ninety percent of the people there. <laughs> if you like, uh, if you like uh, horror movies, if you like cult shit, this mm. one's definitely for. Well, Jay. The violence, I'll give it a nine. Entire story as a whole, I'd give it a six. <laughs> not, not, not very impressed with the whole. It took a long time for me to appreciate it. The last part was fun. That's what I enjoyed, but the first part kind of killed it for me. Uh, okay, and that that's it. Uh, two out of the four Nicolas Cage movie style. We've uh, oh. discussed Pig and Mandy. So essentially, those are the two that kind of marked uh, the Nicolas Cage resurgence the past uh, two three years. So um, again, certain moments in your life it will be worth the watch. So it's an experience, and that's good. That's the thing. It's like ninety five percent of the movies out there are for entertainment, right? These for an experience, right? You know, I think you well should said, do well like a, a, a Mandy party, a Halloween party that is Mandy themed, where like all 10 of your friends are watching the same movie and then you can yeah. be chatting too. So that's sometimes yeah. you know, you need the palate cleanser for mm-hmm. most of the entertaining movies. You need something to you know make you appreciate them more, <laughs> and sure. this is the, the one that you need to take for that. Um, so right. moving on, but it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. So for Again. for all the viewers out there, we're doing. Uh, we started big, which we actually a, a lot of most of us liked. Um, I think all of us liked it. Yeah, Mandy is okay. It has its redeeming factors. It's great. Um, depending on who you're watching it with and your mood, that's right. So we're we're moving down the list, but the, the right. next one I still want to watch. Trust me, I do want to watch this because I'm interested in it. I think it's somewhat similar to a to a game that many people know, um, but I haven't seen it. So I'll leave this review to you guys. Uh, well, the idea is uh, our, our so our next up, third out of the fourth uh, Nicholas Cage Renaissance Renaissance uh, review that we're doing this week is. Uh, something that came out this year too. This is like a 2021 movie, Willy's Wonderland. Simple plot, you know, right? Right. Uh, a town entraps strangers, drifters, um, to uh, a haunted Chuck E. Cheese-like restaurant, <laughs> where uh, the animatronic robots are possessed by, you know, uh, former uh, serial killers. Uh, you know, essentially the 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 the, pe- the previous owners of of Willy's Wonderland, the Chuck E. Cheese type, were um, uh, had a special room where they would kill, you know, birthday Anybody. celebrants or guests, and then they, when they uh, died, they uh, uh, 
possess the the animatronic robots within Willy's Wonderland. And the town has been keeping this Willy's Wonderland alive at bay, you know, providing them with sacrifices so that they, made a deal, they won't yeah. run them. Yeah, so they won't run amok and kill people in the town. Instead, they'll just wait for people to be sent there for sacrifice. Uh, but Nicholas Cage car breaks down or was made to break down and he was uh, made to uh, pay off his debt for uh, getting his car fixed by cleaning Willy's Wonderland, uh, where uh, he soon finds himself fighting against the animatronic robots. And despite knowing that these are killer robots possessed by demons, he still s- continues cleaning Willy's Wonderland until After the designated time that <laughs> until the designated time that he needs to do. And then there's some um, kids, high school kids, that wants to burn it down to make the plot even more convoluted. A deal for me, That is the plot. And here's the thing, RJ. He does not say one word. He grunts maybe four times. He does not say it. one word in the whole film. Well, well, well. The producers I, definitely got a good discount right there. I have a theory here, Joe. Mm-hmm. This go, give me your theory because I know the, I know the reasons. Go. This is a sequel to Mandy. This is his character in Mandy. Ooh. You know, fucked up, uh, traumatized, traveling different stages, just traveling, not speaking anymore, and then just fucking up everything. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Let's pitch so that. Angry. Let's pitch that. Yeah. Like he he knows that there are demons out there. He's killed one of them. So he he actually sought out this Willy's Wonderland to clear it with the demons, uh, the demons possessing those animatronic robots. I like that. I also he, like the fact that at- he's also more contained in here. He's not as crazy as Mandy. Mm. So, you know, it's more you can swallow it more, you know, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I what's funny here is like compared to Pig, where he did not even wash his face the entire movie. Like you know, he was bloodied. Start the movie being beat up when the pig was uh, abducted, and then even at the end, he's like didn't change his long johns, his shirt, bloodied shirt, and everybody was just still like, "That's fine, homeless guy, bloody walking around. That's fine." Entire movie. Um, in in Willy's Wonderland, every after kill. Changes his shirt. Washes his face. Clean person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, total departure. Uh, This. So let's start zone. You go. What what do you think? The thing is, I um, I fucking hate this movie, but (laughs) I really want I I really want people to watch it. Not because I I don't like people, but again, it's the experience of. You cannot imagine how bad these animatronic robots are. Right? They're, wait, they're wait, so... sorry, sorry. When you say bad, like bad as in horrible or bad as in like badass. Like no, like bad. bad, horrible, because they barely look like animatronic robots and all and they barely look like a costume with a person in it. Um, they are not scary at all. Right? They're like it's a, a lemur, a fairy. That's definitely just like a, a lady with a head on, right? So, um, <laughs> but the, the idea is this: this is a conversation piece. I want people to watch this because, like, I want people, like, friends to discuss. You know, like, I, I want them, like, in the chair saying, like, "Why the fuck are the kids go- going in there?" Or like, "Why the fuck he's not going out?" <laughs> it's like he's 
he's already he's no longer trapped inside. He can walk out anytime he wants and burn down the fucking place. Um, no, but he, you said he still cleans it, right? Because he needs his car fixed. <laughs> well, the thing, yeah, the thing is, like, he just fucking kill the people that that's holding your car. Um, uh, no, but but dude, it's it, it, it's not a problem for him. For us, it's like scary killer creatures. For him, it's just something he can kill. So it's just like. Imagine, imagine if you're in this position, they want you to clean a restaurant and you find rats. And it's easy for you to kill. So, mm-hmm. you know, why, why yeah. would you need to run away? That's just okay. the monsters for him. Um, this, uh, this gives me something similar to like the Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I think, that. Freddy. yeah. I think it's somewhat similar to that extent where you got mascots trying to, you know, kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll you go think it's five. So, yeah. so for me, I'd say this is like a six, six point five to seven. But I'd recommend it to everybody. Compared to that's the, the allure. The allure is it's because yeah. it's six. <laughs> you know, because it's more like, come on, how how do I say this? Imagine like a like a weird drink cocktail that you invented. Mm-hmm. That's so fucked up but so unique that it's not for everybody that's Mandy it's like a 9 mm. for some select mm. few it's a freaking amazing but for it's not for everybody this yeah. one is just like a regular beer that's maybe not even that good but mm-hmm. everybody can drink it yeah so you know so uh... so it's cool I mean I like it I like the fact that the typical so it's a typical restaurant so there as he's cleaning each room you know somebody uh, one monster scared scaring him but he's not scared. So like, he's not scared. The, the typical scene would be like if there's a girl or a guy cleaning and then suddenly there's something written in blood in the mirror. It's like, wow, oh, fuck, what the fuck is that? Because he's like, like, all right, okay, I'll clean it. It's cool. And then he cleans his shirt. He he, he has a, like a six pack in the ref. And so that's after, something that I wanted to ask you guys. After he has killed, a... Uh, he drinks one. Yeah. Well, it's not even after a kill. He needs to drink one of those soda pops like maybe every hour and take a 15-minute break. Maybe because he's also an animatronic robot and that's his fuel. And he needs a 15-minute recharge every hour per <laughs> hour. Because I still they did not explain it because he has no words. Right? I told you. It's that's it. Mandy. He's just fucked up beyond reason. But there's no... Oh, true. He doesn't speak a word, right? So no. there's no background. There's no history. Nope. 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 Uh, so let's. Uh, are you, Chubak? Uh, anything else? I'm pass it no, to no, RJ I, before I. I, I want to I wanna check what they named him in the cast. Go, go. The janitor. Go is it the janitor? The janitor is his name. The okay. janitor. Okay. Yeah, I checked that. So, Jay, what did you think? And then I'll close out. Oh, on, he, he didn't watch like, it. I didn't, I didn't actually oh, see did? it. Okay, so. But um, um, I'm interested to yeah, see. Yeah, he will. It. I, I want you to watch it. It's oh yeah, we'll. Yeah. Um. The um. Yeah. We touched upon this uh uh last episode and the reason why he has no words because again he has, um he has his fee but then he also has an additional fee per word that he needs to speak. Right. So I think my theory there is because he's doing so many movies in a year, he wants these movies to be as few words for him as possible or if he could just like riff because again you can't memorize all these like if you're making 20 25 movies a year it's really hard to memorize that script so maybe that's uh the reason why um so he got the script 
He read it, already knew it was horrible, right? Already knew that it was horrible. And so he he told the, the directors and the producers, like, can't my fee and then I get paid by word. You can't afford me. So the director and the writer came back with a script, just took out all of his lines. It's literally like <laughs> no lines. And instead of saying no, Nicholas Cage enjoyed the move so much. He said like, touche, guys. I'm fucking do your movie. And he did. And I bet you he was just, he'd go to the, to the set. I think so there were what, six monsters, seven monsters, right? I think the movie was shot in seven days. Because he like every day he'll just like clean and then get he'd get messy. So he'd shower, clean off the next day, do the same thing over and over again, and that's it. He went home. I think that was uh, that's my my um small bit. The only thing that I uh, I want to highlight is um at the end of the movie, and another reason why you all should watch this movie, because Nicolas Cage is a 57-year-old man. Maybe in a movie he's 40, all right, you know. The end of the movie, high school girl, after seeing everything that he has, uh, Nicholas Cage has done, c- killing all the de- demonic monsters, uh, high school girl just literally walks into Nicholas Cage's car and runs off in the sunset with him. Nobody seemed to like really. Mean that they're going to hook up. That like doesn't a... mean that they're going to hook up. What do you think that they're going to be doing? It could be like oh, no, um, Batman he's just dropping her off. Yeah, no, okay. no. He's just dropping right, right. her off. It could off be like, a, house, you know? like a sidekick. You guys are both right that, you know, maybe an assistant, not a sex toy. Totally fine. But uh, I would have appreciated <laughs> if there was a, a line there to say that the girl's like, I'm 25 years old. No, they're very ambiguous on how old that girl was. They, just- <laughs> the producer probably thought, hey, if Batman can train a 14-year-old yeah, boy. Right. You're That's right. true. That is Willie's Wonderland. And now we're moving on to our coup de gras. Uh, okay, okay. Let, Whew, let, let me breathe. Let me breathe. Well, well, people are, are, are breathing and then trying to absorb this movie. I'm just going to read the description, okay? Um, so Prisoners of Ghostland also came out. 2021 it was this year so it's it's one of the newest it's made by the same people that made mandy so that's what drew me really? in really yeah yes from the producers of mandy it's does their okay but not the trailer. director oh not the director so like um so that's the reason why i was excited i thought it was going to be mandy light plus one of her um the um her, her co-star this uh co-star. fuck uh, what's what was her name? Sophia uh, but- Butoli, but- the girl from from um, uh, 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 what's that Matt Reeves film that I t- keep on forgetting? Um, uh, the Kingsman, the first Kingsman, the oh, first Kingsman. Okay, okay. She was the female henchman with oh, blades for feet, right? Yeah, right. She's great. So I was like, all right, she looks great. I love this. Mm. Let's watch it in a treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town. A ruthless bank robber, Nicholas Cage, gets sprung from jail by a wealthy warlord whose adopted granddaughter has gone missing. He offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway granddaughter. Strapped into a leather suit, 
uh, that will self-destruct in five days. So uh, the bandit sets off a bandits, Nicholas Cage, set off, sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. A couple of quick notes here. Leather suit. Dope. Where were the bombs put? Chabax, where were the bombs put? Two in the neck. Two in the neck. Probably for the kill. One mm-hmm. on each arm. And one arm. One on, the one on each, each testicle. Well, well, there's legs. There's like one on each leg. Oh, one on each, each oh, leg. Okay. And? One on each testicle. One on each, one on each ball. I don't Two know how it can be ball. accurate. That accurate. But... I know. That's massive, crazy. I, I'm excited right to discuss there. that part, but I'm gonna pass it on to like no, no, uh, do, Jay. Do the plot oh, first, John. That, no, that's the, okay. That's the plot. So the plot is: movie starts off with uh, Nicolas Cage and his bank robbing partner robbing a bank, and then cuts to seemingly they got caught. Right? There was a little kid there that was about to get whatever, but all right. Just a quick montage, and then we see. Um, uh, give me the name of um of the the, the girl again. Uh, uh Sophia, Sophia Butella. All right, Sophia Butella is the adopted granddaughter of the governor, which is like running the samurai town. Just say what it is: dude. adopted, uh, adopted sex slave. So, adopted, yeah, yeah, sex slave. So, um, so Sophia Butella and a couple of her quote unquote sisters run away, go to Joyride, but eventually they, um gets into an accident and then uh, gets into a place they call ghost town. A ghost town is kind of a place where a ghost land where you get there, they take your voice, they take something from you and you're stuck there forever. That's kind of the place that uh, Nicholas Cage has been sprung from jail to take Sofia Botella uh, out from. Right. And then Nicholas Cage goes in his, his journey uh, there's a couple of quick quirks here. There is a time limit that he needs to um, have Sophia Butella's voice spoken into this speaker thing or a mic thing in his wrists to extend his time away. He also can't say mean things to women or else one of the bombs goes off. I don't know. Those are hurt. Like weird he, he gets shit. hurt. He can't hurt. He, get, he can't hurt. Yeah, he can't hurt. Yeah. All right. Um, so very early on in the movie. Find Sofia Botella. Oh, cool. Are you going to get Sofia Botella and just go away? Right? Is, is that it? Is this the movie? It? No, no. You can't <clears throat> Sofia Botella's voice was taken away from her and she needs to find it back in order to speak and extend the time that they can get away from or get find a way out of Ghostland. Right. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to stop here because I want I want to put my favorite, the, the only scene that makes this fucking movie worthwhile watching and it happens around the 15 20 minute mark so it's fairly early uh so i wish that they move this a little bit towards the middle of the movie so it's not uh you know you can push through but <laughs> the first <laughs> nicholas cage finds sophia botella she was encased in this kind of mannequin like structure no voice so um uh, she can't extend the time and she you know she doesn't know uh she and nicholas cage doesn't know how to um to solve this like exploding function in his in his suit. The first the first bomb that blows is of his left ball. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. And he and gets then he, he even like, gets it. And then shows he even it gets the camera. It. <laughs> I 
what? When your ball explodes, I think your ball explodes. What? You don't have an actual little ball that you can pull out from yourself. And how is it's, it accurate that it didn't ball, blow the penis or the just just ball, one side or yeah. the or the thigh? Hundred percent. And how can he still be functioning after that? And he's not walking with a with a limp or anything. He was oh he was still like uh, uh doing speeches uh, trying to convince her fear to be dealt to get her up. But I just wanted to pause there because that this movie is fucking horrible. That made that but that made it. That's like you know what I have that image of Nicolas Cage screaming. Um, that his ball exploded, taking it out from his pants and saying, like, ah, ah, showing it to Sofia Botella and then passing out. I love that. Um, but just to skip through a couple of uh, few plots, the reason why um, uh, people escape uh, the governor uh, and eventually end up in Ghostland because the governor is abusive and, and he kind of you know has sex slaves, you know, women sex slaves and whatnot, and they try to escape. So Sofia Botella and all of her other sisters do not want to go back to the Ghostland. Um, but instead, by some twist of fate, they, you know, they Sofia gets her voice back. Uh, oh, sorry, Bernice. Bernice, right? Bernice gets her voice back. Bernice, the character yes. played right. by Sofia Botella, and now wants to have the people from Ghostland rise up against the governor. Quite a leap, but you know what? Well, sure, in, in why fairness, not? In fairness to them, they did not. <laughs> Ratman <laughs> helped make the car, but that's it. True, so, true. Um, that's true. So the, the speech, the, the engaging speech of Bernice, they did do a lot. But the thing is, they still needed to find a way out of Ghostland. Ghostland theoretically is kind of enclosed in a lot of these like nuclear explosion traps and whatnot. So there's like this other weird group that is imprisoning people in Ghostland to keep them stay there. Ah, plot twist. Who is the leader of this nuclear man that's keeping the Ghostland people from coming away? It is Nicolas Cage's former partner Ooh. from the bank robbery. Now it's called Nuclear Man or something, some shit like that. So instead of fighting, <laughs> like instead of the Ghostland people fighting against the nuclear waste people, uh, it was just Nicolas Cage and, and uh, Nuclear Man talking it down diplomatically and giving them a way out to go back to Ghostland. <laughs> I have so many words. Well, you know, like if you're listening to this and you think that, you know, this doesn't make sense, you know, Jones is horrible at giving plots. One, yes. Two, no. This is the real movie. <laughs> In the end, Nicolas Cage goes back with Sofia Botella. Sofia Botella uh, trying to, again, have the people go uh, rise up against the governor. They eventually do. Nicolas Cage fights. Pac, the main um, the, or Yasujiro, like his his real name in the movies, uh, 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 in in his real name in in uh, in real life is uh, Takasaguchi, but like Yasujiro, the main bodyguard of the governor, fights with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage won, wins. Sofia Botello Bernice finds a gun, shoots the governor, his quote unquote granddad, and that's the movie. You're welcome. Uh, which I'm could have been in. How much time, in your opinion, John? Uh, okay. So An the movie is current. No, it's oh yeah. Wait, let me. Yeah, yeah. It's about an hour. Oh, an hour. I said now. Okay, it's one hour and forty-five minutes. 
Uh, this movie could have been one hour and 41 minutes. <laughs> this movie could have been five minutes. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. you, you, I'm sorry. I mean, I meant like you could have you, you could have stripped off one hour and 41 <laughs> minutes out of this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll pass it on to like Chabak. Uh, uh, okay, so word of warning. Do you have a significant other or a friend that says, dude or dudette, you need to watch this movie? Cut them out of your life. There's nothing, <laughs> no way. Trivia, Jong, trivia. This has a 60 fucking five on the Rotten Tomatoes. More than Willy's Wonderland. Can you imagine that? 65. I think those are just people. Those what are people making jokes. Like, fuck, yo. Man. This is how I describe it. If Mandy was like classy, high. If the people in Mandy were smoking drugs, it's the high end, either the, the best marijuana that you can get. This one is like the fucking, what you find in the gutter. And I just smoke that shit up. <laughs> Even not even that, just worse. Like so, something that's not even a drug that you need. They, they took just because they needed to do something to be high. Or what the fuck did we just watch? You mean what like was... sniffing rugby or something or paint thinner? I know. I almost got into a fight with my wife because I was. Everybody was going after the masterful Dune that we watched. It was my oh, turn my to lie down, and my and we had the early morning Saturday. So Friday night, my wife was like. Sleep, sleep, you sleep also, she told me. And I got, I snapped at her because I want to watch something. I wish I did not snap at her. I wish I slept. Because this <laughs> movie is really, oh my God. You know, the, the most, the thing that really stuck out to me is, you know, there's like movies like, perfectly, it's easy to explain Mandy and Willy's Wonderland. Where mm-hmm. People try to be weird because they have something to say that's weird or they want it to look weird. This one is just weird just because he wanted to be weird for some... You know, like, he just... Not even because he had something to say. He just wanted to be, like, what's weird? Okay, let's put that in. Without any content or anything behind it. Like, there's nothing... There's He's saying nothing. He just, like... You know, like, uh, you look around and, oh, there's lines, this lines. Okay, put that in the movie because the, the lines are, are weird. It's just nothing to say. The start where they're all chanting and doing something. Yep. Yep. Why? It doesn't say anything, the culture, nothing. And in the first hour, there's so many scenes of Nicolas Cage looking dumbfounded all around, trying <laughs> to understand what he's seeing. And he's just like, ask me, what? what is going on? What is this shit? <laughs> Like the plastic people with the things, and and the Japanese, the 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 design. There's just nothing with substance. It's just weird for weirdness' sake. No, nothing, yeah. nothing behind it. It's just ah, uh, the the first hour was the most torture because how many times can he pass out and dream of something? <laughs> yes. It's, the first hour was literally him looking around, seeing weird shit, passing out, and then dreaming something, telling him something, and then waking up, looking at weird shit, and then passing out again. I mean, what the... Come on, man. What the fuck? 
it's just like and and usually movies like this the the usual saving grace because it's so easy to do is to get a charismatic bad guy right you find a bad guy oh my that, god oh my god right that that this bad like guy love to hate or is at least uh energetic, entertaining a little bit entertaining There's, it's like they got the production guy hey come on man do, come he, here. and he has he has speeches he has speeches that he needs to do he to make him like oh I'm... no he, he has that just... horrible western accent Ugh. he couldn't act how wh- i understand why nicholas cage did this i don't know how sofia sofia got involved in this i i mean is, is she that you know that's that's what I'm thinking now too, because like she's gorgeous. I love her. In you know, I've seen her a few times, and she seems good. But wow, that agent should have uh, read that script a little bit. <laughs> you know the perfect scene that stood out to me of how, why this is just weird for being weird. The scene where they're telling the story of the nuclear bomb, and then they were doing the the chants and the chant. Mm-hmm. But the director didn't even the heart put all the heart. Like didn't have the heart just push through with this vision. He had to put the pictures to explain what's happening, because the, <laughs> the, so it rendered everything that they were doing fucking useless. Because you had the the pictures, the slideshow. So he mm-hmm. couldn't even push through with all the just being fucking weird. Like, and then they do this, all of this, to get the ghost land to inside to rebel against. And they didn't. And they didn't. And then they did all this to build up the nuclear mutant. People who could disappear for with powers and shit. One, they there were cool shots with the samurai samurai stuff. They did mm-hmm. not move once. Hmm. Did you notice the samurai the, the samurai demonic shit? Did that do anything? That's right. And then when they did the revolt, nobody escapes the ghostland brouhaha. They did not fight the demon demonic nuclear man. They just fucking hugged it out. <laughs> And his name—I forgot the name. The name was Psycho. 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 Dope. Which cool one I would understand if Psycho, the, if the nuclear <laughs> man, the nuclear mutant man, suddenly hugged it out and then helped them. No, mm-hmm. they just disappeared. <laughs> they did not help him. And then the ending, like, oh, oh my god. Oh There's so God. many weird beats. There was a, a weird beat where like, all right, go find my granddaughter. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to find your granddaughter. They gave him a car. He stole a bike and Dude, rode out. That scene encapsulates everything about the movie. There was no... And then he gets picked up by the car. So, there was no fuck. point of him dropping off the car, getting onto the bike. For what? I did you, did, Was there a point to that? Did There's, he there, hate, there's so many... Well... Okay. Is there a point for a lot of things that happened in this movie? Did he hate cars? Does he like <laughs> bikes? No, he was like, pressed for oh, time. He wanted me to save time. Okay, I'm going to get in the car. It's like, why did you ride the bike in the first place? <laughs> That's like, my point of but, just weird for being weird. There was a scene, though, that says, like, oh, he's so cool. <laughs> he rode this bike. No, one of the samurai people is like, why did he take the car? It's like, oh, we don't know. So cool. It's like, no, it's not. But RJ, uh, I would love what you think because like your oh facial expression says it all. And I have some closing thoughts as well. Uh, uh. My stomach is hurting from just watching this movie <laughs> or even thinking about it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, as you see here on the trailer as what uh, we're sharing right now on the screen, it says that from the producers of Mandy and from the warped 
mind of Sion Sono, which is the director, right? Mm -hmm. So I checked that out on Urban <laughs> Dictionary. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean with um, warped mind? So Means, I, uh, I, I checked uh, IGN's review of Prisoners of the Ghost Land, and it said, yeah, from the mind of the, that uh, director. Sion Sono. Yeah. Director of acclaimed movies like Tokyo Tribe and something else, and I checked the trailers. <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> there might be so. Are, are we going to have a new homework? There's one tribe, it is. There's one, I think Tokyo Tribe is the one that might have something because it's like a rap battle, like they're fighting and rapping. So there hmm. might, but the way it's shot, it doesn't look nice. And the other stuff, like even weird, weirder. Holy cow. Oh, sorry, RJ, go ahead. Not a problem, not a problem. But when they say warped mind, I checked Urban Dictionary. It says something like, um, when someone only thinks of Star Trek or television and makes strange comments that everyone knows that they really didn't think about before saying something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Kind of. And then there's also a scene there on, on what you're playing on the trailer. It says, prepare for a gonzo cinematic experience. So gonzo means bizarre or crazy. So not necessarily bad, but crazy really does it justice. I mean, <laughs> you know, there was already a, a sign at the beginning of the movie. Jong and Chubax, I tell you this. Um, as the car of the governor was going down and there were ladies walking at the side mm -hmm. of the car remember that scene and yeah. they're clapping yeah. do you remember what they were saying no, i don't remember anything that they said they were saying Tamana, or at least it sounded like it oh, over and over again and i was like Tamana, oh what my do you God. i just started the movie <laughs> Tamana. i was like for for for, for, for non-filipino audience out there Tamana means in, in filipino means please stop it <laughs> or it's enough or enough it's enough <laughs> and it was like the first part of the movie that scene where the governor comes in the first time he rolls in with his car and then those girls geishas clapping and saying a chant and that's what i heard i was like i should have listened to that and not went through this another thing that ticked me off was that he had this style going oh, i like it this black leather pretty awesome but he didn't zip it up and technically, the fact that he zipped it up and clicked the, the, the neck mm -hmm. latch, that's what activated all activated the bombs. Activated the bombs. I was like, dude. <laughs> there was a scene where it I... wasn't clipped here after. Oh, that's true. There's like plenty of uh, there's um so um just a, a quick bit too, and we'll we'll do this probably in one of our reacts episode as well. But there's a a this was reviewed by uh, one of our favorite YouTube channels, uh, Corridor mm. Crew, because of <laughs> inconsistencies. <laughs> so there's a there's in 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 film production there's like a, a like a, a person who is uh, in charge of continuity because like these are multiple shots over multiple days. You have reshoots. Mm. So you want to make sure that you know one shot is correctly, um um you know being used for the next one. So the first time that Nicolas Cage was broken out of jail, he was walking uh, in his tidy whities no, Naked. Yeah, or Japanese style. It's his uh, loincloth. Like loincloth, loin yeah. yeah. Loincloth, naked. 
but when they zoomed in closer, so they had like a tight shot so you can see just the, the, the loincloth and the torso. So mm. it's a little bit more muscular. Clean shaven. And then mm. you zoom out again. Nicolas Cage, hairy chest. Zoom in again. Uh, they, did, they did it multiple times. <laughs> like the director might have said, like, let's do that one more time. I don't think the people that notice how weird I'm trying to get this movie that the body double is different from Nicholas Cage. <laughs> you even bother to put hair on it. But uh, RJ, continue. What other other thoughts uh, on 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 Prisoners of Ghostland? It was honestly so weird. I mean, I would not recommend this to anyone. You know, I'd recommend this to your enemies, people you hate, people you just want to <laughs> get out of your life forever. Tell them to watch this. Yeah. Okay, it's the best film turned out. But honestly, um, if if you care about your friends, please don't let them watch this shit. The title alone. It's not <sighs> even Prisoners of the Ghostland. Yes. Prisoners of Ghostland is even be- is smoother yeah, that's to right. the tongue. That's right. That's right. I didn't, didn't even... I've always said but Prisoners of Ghostland. Just, see? It's not. It's, it's Prisoners of the Ghostland. Of the Ghostland. But it's, huh. it's so weird. <laughs> It's so weird. I mean, how how do you mix cowboys in a Western? Well, okay, Western setup cowboys with Japanese samurais. Were they even prisoners of the Ghostland? They're not. They didn't seem to be prisoners. They're not prisoners of the Ghostland. It's like Hmm. they're Ghostlanders. That's what they called them. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, Final thought, Shabax, before um, we close. Both this prisoners of go the ghostland and the episode out i have a i have a, a i was waiting for somebody to bring a, a point but last thoughts or just like fuck people don't watch this <laughs> don't don't please if you want to torture yourself go ahead watch it i suggest don't <laughs> there's um, other ways to torture yourself you can jump from second floor or something <laughs> <laughs> so um so just to close this out in something that I, I hope that, you know, uh, um, uh, so, you know, one of y'all's picked it up too, but okay. One, um, RJ touched upon this. There's no reason why this, uh, a Western cowboy is leading a samurai town. So you're just like, put maybe the director is like, I like Westerns and cowboys. Let's put them together. It's weird. It looks cool. Let's do that. Fine. What I cannot get over with was in the movie, uh, the during Nicolas Cage and uh, the Psycho's bank robbery, Psycho was about to shoot a tiny Asian kid, right? In in that bank robbery, and the reason why they got caught because Nicolas Cage stopped Psycho shooting this uh, tiny Asian kid. Mm-hmm. Tiny Asian kid was. Grew up to be Bernice, Sophia Botella. No, no, no. Sophia Botella is not Asian. No, 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 no. Sophia Botella's the no. girl out outside. Outside. Oh she, shit! Did I? Yeah, yeah. She's the one with the girl. You probably bugged out. <laughs> she, I she, thought. See. She, yeah, she's the girl outside that got yeah. shot when there was a confrontation with Psycho outside the bank. Correct. He fought, he fought with Psycho, and then the police came. And then shot Psycho. Psycho went Psycho and tried to shoot. Psycho and Psycho got shot, shot down, but captured alive. And Nicholas Cage ran away while he was running. A bullet 
hit a girl bystander with the mom and the bullet killed the mom and hit the the girl on the leg so as he yes. was running yes. he saw Sofia Botella the a girl lying down shot in the the in the thigh and then why, why so this is the, this is the funny thing the age from the girl to Sofia Botella was that how long he was years. was that how long he was in prison and his and his, did not his face did not change his, his his facial hair did not change at all he didn't even lose weight, you know. I mean, being in prison and stuff. Oh, I don't even know why I'm putting logic to this 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 movie. So, uh, word of advice: if you're gonna watch this, the only movie that can cure your prisoners of the ghost land experience is Dune. So, I luckily that was my route. I was so happy that I had Dune after, but uh, um. I think uh, so. Our rec- we put two thumbs up on Ghost Prisoners of Ghostland. It's a must watch. <laughs> Please don't. Um, and that's it. Uh, this is our, our first foray in 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 our new format, where we're breaking up the deep dives. As you mentioned, it's not going to be this much. Uh, you know, moving into the future, we probably have like one or two movies in a couple of shows, but. Um, this was a the special inaugural Nicolas Cage week. So uh, sometimes we'll have know. some two, three, four movies. Depends on the the mood. Yeah, but the for movies, now, but, yeah. but most of the time we'll have one or two. Yeah, which means um, going forward, next week, you know, our homework is Dune. Yeah, I'm excited, excited for that. Yeah. So, movie Dune. So Dune. Um, I, most of us have 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 seen it already. We're super hyped uh, to watch it. Uh, so that's on the docket for next week. Um, uh, we also have our first uh, graphic novel foray into the things that we're going to be talking about. So we're we're talking about uh, uh, Team Keanu Reeves's Berserker, um, which is you know old guard but with Keanu Reeves. So I think that's cool. Like a half so, god, half uh, half god, half man thing, right? Yeah, he's I immortal. Know, I, have, I haven't. Yeah, he, he's immortal. That's all I know. And he's a king. Yeah. He's a and, fighter, a mercenary. And yeah, on the trailer, you can see the trailer for the amazing Doom. Yeah. Uh, cannot wait. Good. Closing thoughts. I'll start with you, RJ. I've had enough uh, Nicolas Cage to last me a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I'm... look forward to Dune to wash this week off. <laughs> but yeah. in fairness to Nicolas Cage I mean I, I see that he really tries it's just the movies are just uh... <laughs> I don't even blame him for Ghostland the director I know I know I know it's yeah. it's it's just but still obviously you're you're part of that weirdness and I, I guess I do understand his death and I understand his death and why he needs to do anything that just passes by him. I, I get that. But I also would like to believe that Nicolas Cage is a good actor still. Okay. I, I still hmm. feel he's a good actor and he does a good job. I mean, he did a great job in Pig. I, yeah, I enjoyed I mean, Pig, his acting Pig. there. Yeah. It's just, you know, the just the 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 storylines of what he's had to do lately. I mean, it's it's really punishing. So but um, you know what, guys? I think it's fair. Um, watch the movies we listed, probably except Prisoners of the Ghost Land. But uh, <laughs> I'm still going to watch um, Willy's Wonderland. I- I'm very interested to see that. 
How about uh, you? Shabak's Shabak? final thoughts. Um, yeah, we enjoyed. Uh, I, I liked it except for that one hour and forty-five minute prisoners of the ghost land. Oh, so sure. I, watch Pig. <laughs> watch mm. Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you have that kick for Fun. the mm-hmm. for the cult stuff, watch uh, Mandy. Do not go near prisoners of the ghost land. <laughs> Please, I wasted six bucks on that shit. Oh well, shit! Four. I, I really need to bucks. get you onto uh, Carflix soon, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we're gonna have a yearly Nicolas Cage episode because I'm I'm sure by next year we're gonna have three to four more. Movies. Another like three or four more movies. For yeah, sure. there's probably a hundred of a hundred movie Nicolas Cage <laughs> movies that we can we can pick three to four or four. And we'll probably get another set of this. A couple of stellar ones. A couple of people are, please do not anymore. Don't. Uh, 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 all right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Again, uh, I enjoyed this week. Um, Pig was great. Uh, I wish I liked Mandy more, but it's visually pleasing. And you know, I'm glad that it was, it was made so that we can have uh, Willy's Wonderland and a Prisoners of Ghostland as well and Pig as well so uh, so this was a very educational for me I am much 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 more excited for next week because we are going to be discussing you know what I'm just going to spoil it right now it is absolutely one of my most favorite movies that I've ever seen in my entire life Dune is it's so beautiful it's it's beautiful it's well paced it's entertaining the Effects, fucking oh my cast God. man the fucking Every 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 person on screen acted perfectly, down to like the dude just like hold, holding um, um, uh, uh, Jessica, Lady Jessica's robe. Perfect. Everything is. I I love it, and I'm and I'm a big Zendaya hater, and you know I so. Lo- I, everything- uh, guys, do not listen to Joe. Zendaya is amazing. No, I don't like. I just like I'm Zendaya, Tom Holland. Fan. Shipping them. Uh, that I'm a fan of, but like Jendaya herself now. So, um, so I'm excited for next week. So, um, if you uh, want to join in, make sure that you subscribe, like, hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. Just search Plus Six Three HP on YouTube. If you want to go straight from your browser, it's bit.ly slash Plus Six Three HP. Uh, tweet at us Plus Six Three. At, or at plus six three HP and uh, subscribe and then leave some comments and reviews in any of uh, your favorite podcasting service around the world. Uh, again, we like Apple Podcasts, we like Spotify, so do that. Um, and with that, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you uh, tomorrow uh, in our D and D recording, and the day after that for our trailer reactions. Thank you and goodbye. See ya.